folks how you doing how you feeling sorry i was just checking that it was recording um i am here i wanted to to uh, welcome you to this week's episode of search and report um i am your host true fernie um i'm gonna keep it 100 with you um i don't feel very good i don't feel very good emotionally i don't feel very good motivation wise um i've been kind of struggling to try and like come up with video ideas especially because i'm in the process of um i'm i'm there's a there's a huge uh sw- um shift in life um i am moving i'm moving across the state the beautiful state of texas um i'm actually gonna move next month and hopefully by mid-april i will be in the new place all settled hopefully i mean you know how moves are they're very very unexpected and they have a lot of unexpected delays and stuff you know i gotta settle down and stuff like that but um yeah i there's some professional changes and to be honest it's just been very draining uh from my day to day to come up with ideas to like come up with with news topics that i can talk about in this podcast uh and you know honestly like it's just it's a weird time man there's just so many changes i finally got vaccinated for the covid vaccine so at least that's one um less stressful thing to worry about in my life but it's just so many changes that my mind is just like everywhere my mind is over here worrying about the move my mind is over here worrying about the new job my mind is over here trying to get my life sorted my life's over here in the in the in on top of the clouds like trying to figure out what i'm actually trying to you know what i actually want out of life and what i actually want to achieve with whatever that i do because you know i love doing these videos i love talking about gaming i love bringing you these things uh these these scripts either if it's a scripted video or if it's uh you know just me free balling on these podcasts i I love gaming i grew up playing video games you know ever since the first game boy like i I started out playing tetris and stuff but to me this is a hobby um this isn't not i mean at first i was trying to uh, like pursue it full-time but the youtube algorithm with the streams twitch it's all very luck based it doesn't matter how much work you put into a lot of these things it's all up to luck and if if luck isn't on your side it's very hard to make a living out of this so that's another reason why like my motivation has been down to the dumps like don't don't take it wrong if you're watching this if you're listening to this please know that i extremely i am extremely extremely grateful to you all everybody who listens to me we interact on the discord and you know i'm you know um thank you honestly thank you and even the people who don't interact in the discord and just drop me messages sometimes and you know i appreciate it but it is a little bit hard to kind of keep uh the the train rolling but i'm gonna keep doing it because i don't see myself ever stopping making these videos even if it's just a hobby i'm probably gonna do them 
weekly, bi-weekly. I don't care whenever I get a chance or whenever I got time. But there is a lot of things to talk about this past week. I actually didn't do an episode last week, so I, I, I'm going to try and cram as much as I can in this episode without making it seem very directionless, um, very aimless. So I really want to tackle first the things that uh, are pretty recent, which are, and then I'll go more into the more grand scheme uh, part of the episode, which is, of course, the Switch Pro. There's some a lot of Switch Pro rumors now floating around the, the space, and it has a lot, a lot of... Uh, uh, credence to it so I'm really excited about it but how about we get first into the first news item of the week and I will say as we all know Xbox had already announced that they were buying Bethesda Studios um, Xbox Microsoft um, bought Bethesda the creators of Fallout series you know who Bethesda is I, I don't have to tell you <laughs> who Bethesda is, but this week they finally finalized, finally finalized, they finalized the, uh, <clears throat> they finalized the sale, they finalized all the, the legal stuff, all the legal, legal mumbo jumbo, and we got some more details about what the future of Bethesda is under Xbox. Um, here on Venture, uh, the Venture Beat uh, reporter Jeff Grubb, Reports, man, I'm being so redundant this episode. He reports Xbox boss says he acquired Bethesda to deliver Game Pass exclusives. This wasn't met with a lot of, uh, you know, it, it, with a positive reception, of course. Um, I mean, in, in the past, Xbox, Microsoft has been very consumer friendly i would say with xbox game pass and with like making it so so affordable and bringing so many good games to the platform and you know not only just xbox owners but even pc players like you got a game pass you're playing games all year long and you're playing games from all kinds of studios and you know it was pretty cheap it was one of the best values um best value serviced best valued services out there for the um for the gamer the average gamer but now we got a little bit confirmation that bethesda games are probably just gonna be uh, game pass exclusives for the near future um here the venture beat further reports xbox boss phil spencer further explained the company's motivation behind its acquisition of Fallout publisher Bethesda. During a roundtable with key figures at Xbox and Bethesda today, Spencer said that the deal is about providing exclusives to its Game Pass subscription service. If you're an Xbox customer, he says, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games to you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. That's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership. And that makes sense. That makes complete and total sense. Like Xbox needs to bring some value back to their platform. As we all know, they they don't necessarily have the best record with exclusives. They don't have the best record in providing uh, their 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 user base with a big exclusives. I mean, they have Halo, but 
besides that the, the the choices are pretty slim in comparison to playstation in comparison to especially to nintendo like nobody comes close to exclusives when it comes to nintendo so they they have to bring that unique selling point back into xbox and i commend them for this this is a good move um i mean business wise this is a great move because you know you're bringing more exclusives to your platform People love Fallout. People love Bethesda games. I mean, as much as we like to shit on Bethesda games because they're sometimes incomplete and very buggy, um, they're still cult classics. They produce quality. Yeah, they produce all right games. <laughs> but that is, you know, that's pretty much it. And I, you know, I, I understand where they're coming from with this this uh, this decision from from Bethesda and, and acquiring them and making Bethesda games exclusive to Game Pass. Um, here, Adventure Beat further says, Spencer also explained why the company has remained coy up to this point about exclusivity. One issue is that Microsoft could not work with Bethesda directly until the deal closed. That only went through on Monday. But the Xbox executive also noted that some projects will launch on other platforms for other reasons. Phil Spencer further says, There are contractual obligations that we're going to see through as we always do, said Spencer. We have games that exist on other platforms and we're going to go to support and we're going to go support those games on the platforms they're on. But he also left the door open for the possibility that some new unannounced games may still launch on PlayStation 5 or Nintendo Switch. Uh, the way Spencer phrased this made these contractual and legacy multi-platform releases seem rare. And it could refer to something like the new Indiana Jones games, which Bethesda has a deal with Disney to produce. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how, I, I mean, if this translates to any increase in, 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 uh, you, in the user base for Xbox, for Game Pass, I mean, Game Pass is already a great deal, even if you don't own uh, an Xbox, but you have a decent computer, I mean, I would, I'm always going to recommend you get Game Pass. Um, I don't have much time to play a lot of video games now, but when I used to, you know, have a little bit of more time, I used to play a lot of games on Game Pass. They got Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, they got the Gears games on there, and they got I think I think they still have the Halo collection. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, they got Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, Ori in the Blind Forest, um, classic classic platformer games, um, and just it's it's just a great great. Um, uh, value uh, for for uh, if you're a gamer and I will always say it's a great great choice but it'll be interesting to see what exclusives get actually released on game pass and if that's gonna hinder these studios Bethesda studios in selling their games I mean they are exclusive games and now that they're exclusive they don't have the reach that they used to. I mean, Bethesda at this point doesn't care. They're owned by Microsoft. They got paid. I'm sure this, the executives at Bethesda are like, hey, give us our money. We're happy. Just, you know, here you go. Just do whatever you want with it. Just sell our games. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what actual games come out for uh, a Game Pass exclusive. Me, I really do not care. I'm not the biggest fan of Bethesda games except Doom. Doom is a great game. I really do hope that Doom stays on a multi-platform uh, basis because that game played amazing on Switch. That game, I'm still playing it on PlayStation. Uh, Doom Eternal, that is. 
And yeah, I think I think Bethesda would, sh- you know, essentially shoot themselves in the foot if going forward they let all their games just live on the Xbox ecosystem. I don't think that would be a very smart choice going forward. It's a smart choice for Xbox to have bought Bethesda, but Bethesda, they st- I think they still gotta look over, you know, their own games and, and their own success. Um, I'm not entirely too sure about the legality on ownership, uh, but I mean, if I was Bethesda, I would definitely want my games to be still be bought and enjoyed by people across any platform as they've been doing for many, many years now. Um, a lot of Bethesda games, you know, are, came out first on the PC and like they went, I mean, they're famously known to be PC games and it'd be a real shame if. I mean, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but it'd be a real shame if Microsoft decides to just do Bethesda games console exclusives. And, you know, you're basically just hindering creativity and you're hindering uh, the reach of your games. And I know we all know Bethesda, Bethesda need to help with their games. <laughs> uh, but that is it. That is most news that I have for Bethesda. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens. And yeah. Um, but, I mean, I will add to this, uh, Xbox did just add 20 Bethesda games to the Game Pass. Um, <clears throat> here, IGN reported that during a roundtable about the acquisition today, X- today meaning, uh, when was this reported? On the 11th of March, so three days ago. Uh, to, um, today, I'm recording the 14th. Um, here, uh, Rebecca Valentine reports... Xbox announced the 20 games coming to Game Pass, which include the following. Dishonored, Dishonored 2, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Doom 3, Doom Eternal. Amazing proposition. That's great. I even kind of want to double dip and try Doom Eternal on my PC. Because I know it's going to play way better than on PlayStation. Um, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Prey, Rage 2. The Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, The Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, The Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls Online, The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, New Order, Wolfenstein Old Blood, Wolfenstein Young Blood. Of these, all but Morrowind, Oblivion, TES Online, and Fallout New Vegas will be available through Cloud Play for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. Uh <clears throat> In the follow-up blog post on Xbox Wire, Xbox also said that a handful of these would eventually benefit from FPS boost on Xbox Series X and S, saying it would have more to share on this soon. So, as I said, it's, I mean, obviously, Bethesda is now a Microsoft uh, uh, property, so you're, all, you're obviously going to get boosts and you're going to get upgrades if you're playing on an Xbox. And, you know, that's just... That's just how it is, man. I'm sorry for y'all. I'm sorry for all y'all. I don't know. PC fans, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about at this point. I do want to talk about something very important. Something that's been talked about for ever since the, the Switch came out. And those are Switch Pro rumors. As I said, and I've made videos on this, I made search and report episodes on this. I was, you know, I was reporting on this from the first day that Nintendo asked their developers to start developing games 4K ready. 
I was on this when I first heard that Nintendo was meeting with the uh, uh, mini OLED display manufacturers. I mean, I've been in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? But now there is basically confirmation. And it's a little bit of a leak, but I mean... Uh, yeah, let's call it a leak. Let's call it a leak uh, from Bloomberg. Um, apparently, the uh, uh, the Switch, the new Switch model... R is going to come with a bigger Samsung OLED display. It is now basically confirmed. Um, here Bloomberg uh, reported, uh, put out an article uh, saying Nintendo plans a Switch model with a bigger Samsung OLED display. Um, Takashi, uh, Takashi Mo Mo Mochizuki and Sohi Keen reported here. Um, Nintendo company plans to unveil a model of its Switch gaming console equipped with a bigger Samsung OLED display this year, hoping the larger touchscreen can prop up demand in time for the holidays, people familiar with the plan said. Samsung Display Company will start mass production of 7-inch 720p resolution OLED panels as early as June with an initial monthly target of just under a million units, said the people, who asked not to be identified discussing internal matters. The displays are slated for shipment to assemblers around July, the people said. Representatives for Nintendo and Samsung Display declined to comment. That is that is that is wild to me to think about. That <clears throat> things like these are getting leaked, leaked, are getting leaked so far in advance, and so I don't know. It's just it's it seems it seems very very strange to me that insiders are leaking so far ahead with this thing i mean it's been a, like a drip it's been a, a drip of information in regards to nintendo switch pro rumors but um now there is confirmation that nintendo is going ahead with samsung display to be their um, main providers for the new screen the new oled display um, as we all know currently the switch models have an lcd display screen uh, which is backlit and OLED display basically gives you more contrast. It gives you uh, more colorful colors in a sense. It gives you more true to colors, more true to real, true to true to form colors, I should say. Um, but here, Bloomberg further reports, Nintendo seeks to sustain a Switch lineup that continues to sell well against the Xbox and PlayStation. Thanks to pandemic era breakout hits like Animal Crossing and a chip crunch that's plagued supply of rival devices. But the gadget is now into its fifth year while Microsoft Corporation and Sony Corporation both have new and more powerful machines in the market. Um, here Bloomberg says the release of a more premium version of Nintendo Switch console with an OLED display and support for 4K graphics for the holiday 2021 Selling season could drive the company's sales above consensus for the fiscal year ending March 2022 and extend the life cycle of the Switch platform for many, many more years. I'm excited for it. it, it, it it's, it's new technology. It, it looks like this new OLED panel will consume less battery. Um, so that's all I want, man. I want, I want better battery on the Switch. Um, I do not care about 4K graphics on my handheld device. It's just not feasible. It's just not in, in terms of performance and battery life. 
it, it's just counterproductive in my opinion. And people have been crying about the new Switch model still having a 720p screen. But, I mean, the increase is going to be on the docked mode, on the TV mode. That will actually be using um, upscale uh, technology from NVIDIA to upscale the images to 4K. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that the images are going to be 4K, not native 4K. It's probably just going to be a 1080p image upscale to 4K to reproduce onto your TV on 4K. <clears throat> I, I've seen it in, in, in practice. It works. It's fine. I mean, to be honest, I'm not the biggest proponent of 4K. To me, it doesn't make a any, any difference. 4K is 4K, man. Like the difference between 1080 and 4K is minimal to my eyes. Honestly, I, it's very, very minimal to my eyes. <clears throat> but I'm still excited for it. We'll see. I just hope they can give us consistent frame rates. That's all I want. That's all I want. I want 720p to 1080p consistent frame rates. Just give me 1080p, 60 FPS, and I'll be happy, man. That's all I want. But adding to this, um, um, these news, these rumors regarding the Switch Pro. There is a rumor saying that NVIDIA is going to be stopping production of switches of the Switch's most important hardware this year, the Tegra X1 Marico, which is the uh, the chip inside of the Switch. Here, Nintendo Life reported uh, the company which produced the Tegra X1 Marico, which is the system on a chip that powers both the Switch and the Switch Lite, is reportedly bringing production of the SoC twin end this year fueling more speculation that a switch pro is on the way there is one on the way um <clears throat> the news comes from game reactor which has spoken to a source close to the matter the source claims production on the tegra x1 miracle will end in 2021 but did not elaborate what what chip would be replacing it in nintendo's supply chain <clears throat> it's fair to assume that nintendo will ensure it has a healthy stockpile of tegra x1 miracle chips prior to production but it does beg the question, if the report is true and Nintendo thinks the Switch is only halfway through its lifespan, what happens beyond this year? Nintendo still hasn't stated that it has any new plans, any plans for new hardware. Obviously, they're not going to do it. Um, but, I mean, the Samsung OLED display reports um, NVIDIA ending production on the uh, Tegra One X1 Miracle chip points that there is going to be a Switch revision coming later this year. It is basically, it is more than confirmed at this point. More, more than confirmed. Now, what is the future of consoles for uh, <clears throat> for Nintendo? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked because during a recent interview with Kotaku, no, a, a new interview with Nik Nikkei Business, uh, Nintendo president... Um, Nintendo president Shuntaro Furukawa discussed the hardware and the lifespan of the Switch in, it, in this interview. He stated, For our company, it's a big topic what we should do next when a console passes its fifth year. Which, by the way, this year is going to be the Switch's fourth year going into the fifth. <clears throat> and the hardware's life cycle is in the process of getting longer, Furukawa explained. The exec added that great care is given to Switch owners who are continuing to use the console. 
Uh, now, Nikkei Business did not ask the executive about the recent Switch redesign rumors, but the interview does shed light into how Nintendo develops new hardware and the company's approach to innovation. The publication did point out that depending on how things are handled, the console's lifespan can get even longer. That's correct, Furukawa replied. Regarding the Switch's lifespan, I often say that's entered in that's entered its middle phase or so. He explained that because the Switch can be played as a traditional home console and as a portable, there are a lot of possible games. We're able to lengthen the life cycle, he says. Uh, Furukawa was asked about development timeframes for hardware, to which he replied, we are always doing research and development. Um, they're always working uh, here, according to Furukawa, the hardware and software dev teams are in the same building and are in close communication. Therefore, they are able to come up with new ideas and proposals. Because you must do all sorts of various preparations to make one new console, the truth is that you cannot stop. Ultimately, the deciding factor as to whether or not something becomes an actual product is whether or not it creates a new experience. And this was very interesting to me. This was very interesting to me. Because, as we all know, you know the new experience that came with the Switch was that it's both a home console and a handheld console. You can take it anywhere. It's a hybrid console. So, and, and you know, with this this interview he, uh, Furukawa gave to Nikkei Business, uh, he basically said that the life cycle of, of the Switch is going to be longer than, you know, the expected, what, six to seven years that, that a, they, a video game console usually has. And this led me to believe that I feel going forward nintendo consoles are just going to be um upgrades of some sort i hate to compare uh, nintendo to apple but that's what i'm gonna do because whatever because i'll say so hold on let me get a, a swig of this water but comparing it to apple as we all know apple every single year they release a a upgrade to their to their flagship uh phone uh smartphone the iphone and Furukawa is kind of hinting that this is the, the, the future of the Switch. Hinting that this is the future for Nintendo consoles. And like I wouldn't put it past them for them to adopt this. To only give the Switch, the hybrid console, just little upgrades here and there. Just one upgrade here. Let's say like 4K upscaling. Next up, it's going to be the ability to... Uh, actually run natively 4k the next upgrade is going to be i don't know man i mean i don't know like at this point i don't think nintendo is going to drop the hybrid uh console design the hybrid console concept it'd be i think it'd be really 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 counterproductive for them because as we all know they can't compete as as far as hardware goes hardware capabilities with uh, Xbox and, and Sony. I don't think they want to they want to compete that in in, in, in against uh, Microsoft and, and Sony. It wouldn't make sense for them. Nintendo is all about the experience. Nintendo is all about the games. It's all about software. It's not necessarily hardware. And I feel that they've successfully combined both their heart uh, their their uh, home uh, home console gamers and their handheld console gamers into a single a single universe um nowadays you know all pokemon 
um, all these handheld uh, exclusive games are now part of the Switch. Now you know they now we have a Pokemon uh, uh, mainline Pokemon game on the Switch, and going forward, I just see them not dividing it. I think they've learned their lesson with the Wii U. Uh, Furukawa did state in this interview that they're not confident. They're never confident, and he's never uh, he's never at peace about the future of Nintendo. Like he says that every single uh, switch, every single console iteration is a make it or break it. it it's it's either it's completely successful or a complete failure. And Nintendo has no failure. Nintendo, as much as we like to laud them as this huge big uh you know gaming giant um they've had their issues um uh the snes was a complete success uh the n64 was eh, it was okay uh the gamecube was a complete flop in terms of sales it was it wasn't very good as much as we like to say and remember the gamecube as such a, a great system it was a complete flop and it was it didn't sell really well and then we had the Wii, which was a complete success. Everybody and their mama had a Wii. But after that, we got the Wii U, which... I mean, I, I don't have to tell you how the Wii U turned out to be. So, they're veterans. They're veterans at, at coming back from the ashes. coming Like, being reborn from failure. But I think they finally learned their lesson. They're not comfortable anymore with the Switch. They're not... As much as, much as success the Switch is... They still have to continue bringing new experiences, like you said. Like Furukawa said, like what makes the next system is if it's a new experience, if it brings a new experience. So I see in the future for now, I see the Switch being a a, a transforming uh, platform. It's going to be like the iPhone, just little upgrades here and there. And I'm, I'm I honestly welcome it. I I, I just don't see them breaking up their their user base anymore it wouldn't make any sense and i would hate for that to be even a possibility i love the handheld portion of the game i, I cannot tell you how, how much time i play my switch just laying in bed i do that more than actually playing on the tv it's it's just it's it's the perfect combination for me it's the perfect combination for me i love zelda i love playing zelda on my bed please nintendo do not go back to the home console in, in, in the handheld division uh, you used to have um, because I don't think I can I don't think I would be able to do it I don't think I'd be able to do it to be honest um, but I mean we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens um, <clears throat> and then um, just one little tidbit I wanted to add here um, from the uh, Bloomberg um, uh, article talking about the OLED screens. Um, here, Takashi Mochizuki, which is the reporter for this uh, article, tweeted out, unlike flexible OLED that high-end smartphones are using, rigid OLED is currently cheap and prices have been falling recently due to oversupply. Deal is good for Samsung as it can secure a stable, stable buyer. And I see this very... This makes it more... Um, uh, I believe this a little bit more. As we all know, Nintendo cuts corners everywhere. They're not going to spend large amounts of money just to bring you 4K and like the great, latest and greatest. So, hey, be on the lookout for July, June or July. There's gonna, this summer is going to be an announcement about the new Switches. 
either late summer, I'm calling it, or during the holiday. I think they're going to try and, and start selling the new the, the next revision of Switches for the holidays. And I'm, I welcome it. I welcome it, bro. I'm all for it. But Square Enix Presents is going to be debuting on March 18th. Square Enix announced that they're going to do a presentation, a direct of sorts, a digital event uh, with game reveals. Um, and here, uh, the Square Enix Games uh, website um, uh, put out uh, uh, an announcement saying, Eager to hear news about some of your favorite Square Enix games, we're excited to announce the debut of a brand new digital event called Square Enix Presents. In our inaugural show, we'll give you news and updates about some of the most exciting upcoming Square Enix games, including the world premiere of the next game in the Life is Strange series. Um, Square Enix Presents is a new digital series where we'll make game announcements, share news, updates, and previews of, your, of our upcoming games throughout the year. The first show takes place in just a week on March 18th at 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. You'll be able to watch it on our special show page in a, in a variety of languages, including English, French, German, Italian, and Spanish, as well as the official Twitch and YouTube channel. This is going to be this is going to be very very interesting. It's going to be very very interesting to see. Um, it looks like Square Enix is taking the Nintendo approach of having little uh, digital presentations, and I welcome it, man. I welcome it. I can't wait to to see what they present. Um, the here uh, further Square Enix announced will uh, the Square Enix presents will run for approximately forty minutes, and here's a sneak peek at the titles that you hear about: Life is Strange, uh, Outriders, which is an upcoming RPG shooter, which is gonna be released on April first. Wow, Balin Wonderworld, Tomb Raider, the series twenty fifth anniversary celebrations continue at Square Enix presents. Marvel's Avengers, nobody cares about that game anymore. Just Cause Mobile, and new mobile game announcements, which I'm guessing is going to be the uh, uh, the Final Fantasy VII um, mobile collection that they announced recently, uh, which I'm really excited for. I don't know if I'm going to check it out because I'm going to hate playing it on my phone, but I know, I just know they're going to bring it to Switch, so I might just wait for the Switch version. Um, tight in the title showcase take a look at some of the delightful titles from square enix sister company Taito. title i don't know how to say it but yeah some of my predictions are going to give us more information on that mobile uh, collection from final fantasy 7 i'm sure we're going to get an in-depth look at the final fantasy 7 remake dlc which i'm excited to check out um and i think they are going to give us a little bit a little more of a, a sneak preview of Final Fantasy 16, which was announced, uh, I found that mistake on the Video Game Awards. I, I don't know. A lot of these, th this whole past year has been a blur, man. Like a lot of the announcements have been a blur. Like I don't remember a lot of things. But I am excited. So be on the lookout for March 18th, um, which is uh, this Thursday. Uh, upcoming this Thursday. If you're if you're watching the the if you're watching or listening to the podcast currently um, on the week of its release. <laughs> But that is pretty much it. Um, as I said, I had to cut this short because, damn, man, the allergies are killing are killing me right now. But yes, uh, folks, I am not quitting. I'm gonna keep doing this thing. Um, the, the the frequency of, of 
episodes the frequency of videos is probably gonna dwindle dwindle down a little bit over the coming a uh, couple of months just as i get myself settled into the new place and everything and kind of fall back into a schedule a, a routine of some sort with this new job and this new life um i should call it but i'm not quitting i'm not quitting baby i'm not quitting i just need a little bit more motivation um so I would greatly, greatly appreciate it if you share this video, if you share this podcast, um, whether that be the audio version on, on Spotify, search for us in, on, on Spotify under search and report. Our logo is a little Game Boy and it says search and report. And I can assure you we're the only uh, podcast show called search and report where we report the gaming news. So uh, please make sure to um, subscribe to that. Make sure to uh, um, share us. Um, and yeah, if you're watching this uh, on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe to my channel. Please make sure to like this video. If you didn't like this video, go ahead and dislike it, man. Every single bit helps. Um, also, please make sure to join our Discord where we talk anything and everything gaming, where we just, you know, share memes and just shoot the shit. We have a little nice community over there of uh, a lot of... Uh, it's very Hispanic. It's very Hispanic. I'm not going to lie. It's very Hispanic. We talk, talk in Spanglish. I'm not going to lie. But yes, uh, be on the lookout for that. I mean, be on the lookout. Just come and join. Come and join the Discord. Uh, links to my social... So, fuck, I can't talk. Links to my socials are down below. Please make sure to follow me on Twitter where I scream into the void. That is social media come and hang out that's where i'm always talking that's where i talk the most usually but come on down and just tweet at me you know what i'm saying and yeah uh, what else how you doing <laughs> all right screw it folks i've been true for any. please take care of each other but most importantly take care of yourself and fuck this room man fuck this room and it's dust and whatever it is i don't even know it might just be bro it might even be like um asbestos like i don't know man this is an old ass place i really can't wait to move man i can't wait to move out but yeah peace